you guys holy shit we are back to sad girl hours it feels so weird like sitting down and recording let alone like having a guest on for my first one back but I'm so excited um I had a beautiful baby girl she is healthy she is a chunky she's a chunky little bean oh my god um but yeah so we're just kind of soaking that in I've had some time and my first episode back is with the amazing lady infinity Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited for you guys to learn about her and for me to learn about her because I, you went on my dad's podcast, The 27th Hour. Yeah. And I was telling you earlier, I watched the episode and heard the unreleased track you played on that. And I just was like, I'm like, I have to have her on here. Like, I have to meet her. Um, and you guys like definitely go follow her. She just put a track out. She's an incredible vocalist. Um, and you're, you do art too, right? Yeah. I paint. That's so cool. Cause like really large murals. Yeah. My dad, I, I don't know if you said it on the podcast or if he mentioned it, but you have an idea for a music video with that possibly. Yeah. I think that's going to be super fucking cool. Yeah. That's Very a song that's like coming out, uh, this summer and we're filming one it. one that I'm in love with. One. Dude, uh, well, obsessed. We're obviously, we, yeah, we're putting that one out. But there's another one that's that Work. we're doing the paint concept with. Cool. That's called Earthquake, and <laughs> this Dope. bitch back here is like, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm excited. But that one's gonna be. That one's pretty dope. I really want to play it for them, but it's not the right version, like the right studio version. But yeah. we'll be putting out probably um, clips and previews and stuff of that song next. Word. So that's exciting. I'm Good super talk. excited. Um, I'll definitely be posting links for you guys. So definitely check her out. I'll have all of those available and um, maybe we'll do something for the social posts. If you mm. have like a video or yeah. something you want me to post, give them a little. Yeah, we like making yeah. content. We like to do like photo shoots and like, oh, my God, we did an amazing photo shoot for him the other day. It was so much fun. Birthday boy Four. back here. It was happy birthday. Are you a Pisces or are you? You are. (laughs) I'm a Pisces. I'm a March Pisces, though. March 14th. Yeah. Albert Einstein's birthday. Ooh. Not nearly as smart, but I love it. It's it's okay. I love me some Pisces. Yeah. Word. I love Mm. that. Love that. It feels, I feel like I'm starting to feel better now that we're moving into the season for that reason. Cause like for a minute there, like uh, Aquarius energy. My boyfriend's an Aquarius, no hate, but like, I'm an Aquarius. It's just a lot. Are you? Word. Aquarius. I'm very, very all over the place. I have like a lot of energy and Mm -hmm. I have to to expel it constantly. So sometimes like the people around me, I have to like remember like they are human beings also. (laughs) You know what I mean? I th- like I feel like I understand that just from my boyfriend for sure. It's a lot. You guys like are we are way. a lot of energy. We're yeah. a lot to deal with, but as long as but we you're can fun. like yeah, have like good people around Boundaries. us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so when did you start doing your music thing? Like what kind of cuz I have I feel like yeah. everybody has their their story of why you pursue it cuz it's not like in school people are like, "Oh, 
go be a musician. Mm-hmm. You'll make lots of money. No. Like you're really like kind of pushed away. It's literally like, like the that. complete opposite. You know what I mean? It's like go to school, get a job, like pick something that's like dependable, whatever. Music obviously was always like not the option for right. my extended family, but my immediate family was always like, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what Maddie's going to do. That was like always the plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of is like a funny joke because my family's like, uh, so like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, well, let's go do it now, you know? Yeah. So they're very, um, very supportive. But it's nice. al- it's always been around in my life. Yeah. Um, I was too. I've always been like very creative um, from a young age, but I didn't really start taking it seriously and getting disciplined until I think maybe like three years ago. I really like words. So this totally is kind t- of a yeah. newer journey. Mm-hmm. That that's insane to me mm-hmm. actually, because the way you, which obviously you guys should go check out her episode on the twenty seventh hour because we're gonna be talking. It, it's a different show, different vibe, so we can yeah. just kind of bullshit about whatever else on top of talking about you, but l- she talks about, like, you've played a lot of shows. Yeah. Like, in the, like, over a hundred, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you... I've been around for a while. Like, yeah. I've been performing and, like, like, shit where I would just go up on stage and just freestyle it, because I didn't have yeah. music recorded or anything, so I would literally just put YouTube beats on. And fucking freestyle my entire set. You know what I mean? Like, or like at one point I was, dude, dude, yeah, because you're getting up there. Like, I have no idea what's about to come out of my mouth. (laughs) But like, I'm just going to make it up because I can't find any other way to like get on a stage somewhere, you know? Yeah. And I didn't have any music like, like I had written songs. Like I started writing songs when I was 12, but I didn't actually really like put it to music you know what I mean? Yeah. I would write poetry, but yep. I didn't actually put it to music. Have so I think sound to go with it. I, yeah, I feel like when that happened, it was kind of like, oh, wow, that was kind of the moment. That was like 2011, 2012. And then 2012 and 13, I re- like I moved here from Minnesota. Okay. And tried. I just got into like any music scene that I could find, which ended up being like the hip hop heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the guys who were putting on like Roots Fest and stuff like. Yeah, that's kind of who I was like trying to like be friends with, you know what I mean? And for a really long time, they were like, I was almost like the annoying like little sister. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That yeah. nobody invited well, to the party, you like were nobody one wanted. You women, right? That was like trying. To, yeah, like, there were no women so like, trying to do it at all here in Salt Lake. Like right, 2012, 13, 14. Like yeah, there were nobody. not hip hop girls at all, and like. No. I'm like a white blonde chick with blue eyes, like being Mm -hmm. like, give me the microphone. And they were like, (laughs) they're like, get the fuck out of the party. Like, leave, you know, it was bad. But I literally one time had to steal a microphone and like get on stage and I almost got kicked out. I heard that story too. And I just think that that is so badass. Embarrassing. But even then they still, they they ended up vibing though, right? They ended up vibing. Yeah. But they, I still couldn't get booked for gigs. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was that was very which difficult. Is, which I feel like because it was I don't really annoying. know. <laughs> I don't really know what, like, the promoter and booking scene is like for that specific type of music out mm-hmm. here. But, like, I can't help but be like, is it because you're a woman? Like, is it like what was it? Because the talent's obviously there. Like, it felt it like it was definitely a girl thing, yeah. honestly. 
because it just <clears throat> even in my scene with EDM, like it's starting uh-huh. to get so much better. And like, thank like my uh, basically manager Tim, he has said it best when we keep the same <clears throat> white straight men in all of these positions of power they're the ones booking the shows they're the ones promoting they're mm-hmm. the ones doing a b c d yeah for everything in the scene yeah it causes an issue there needs to be diversity yeah well and I, I i think that that misogynistic like bullshit can happen no matter what industry you're in you know what oh, i mean 100%. or the color of someone's skin but i think yeah. that it's just it's a problem internally, I think, in our culture and in our society that it's like that's an agreed upon way to act, which I don't, you know, I don't think that it is yeah. anymore. I think that we're calling that shit out. Yeah. And we want our it to change. Yeah. Is definitely yeah. made. Well, but because sure. if you think about it realistically, it was like. Like, when did the no. Me Too movement happen? That was like that just was, barely. Yeah. That just, it just happened. barely started happening. Yeah. But even like. Back when my grandparents were getting married and stuff, like, women couldn't have mortgages. They couldn't have bank accounts. They couldn't do anything. They had to have a man That was, like, for it. Yeah. a little over 50, 50 to 70 years ago. That's not yeah. a long time. No. Those generations are all still alive. Alive, like yeah. Them, and so. a lot of them are watching us just kind of, like, God, you guys are doing whatever the fuck you want. And we're like, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about it all the time, that generation. They just kind of... For years and years and years, there was just so many issues that just kept getting brushed under the rug. And after a certain point, you have this big-ass pile of shit in the middle Uh of the room. Uh And we're the ones that are like, are we going to just... I'm not ignoring this. This is bullshit. So all of, like... There's so many things that are trying to be healed and worked on, I feel like, through our generation that the ones following, I hope, like, can continue that. Because it's going to... I feel like these little digital natives are really, really smart. Bro. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that I was smart as a millennial, and then I was like, oh, my God, here's these Gen, you know, yeah, Gen Zs, they're fucking little badasses. And then you got the kids younger than you guys where it's like, they are really smart. You know, the 10-year-olds and the 9-year-olds right now. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Are like. (laughs) They're with it. You know, and then the other kids who are toddlers right now who have iPads, I don't even want to know what they're going to be like. That's how I feel with my child. Like, she came out of the womb and just Yeah, she's just born. Imagine she's younger than that. Yeah. Like, she was so aware and conscious. Like, you could see how conscious she was of every single thing. Checking me out and being like, okay, that's my mom. And she individually took the time to look at me my boyfriend and my mom like of like acknowledging like she's like hey you're you you're you got it she's so it blows my mind man like I don't know it's one of the craziest experiences to see and it really puts like a lot about life into perspective like so quick so fast and watching them grow too and it happened like everybody tells you it happens quick but like uh, my mama heart is having a hard time already. <laughs> like, when she couldn't fit in newborn diapers anymore, like, she's not fitting into her, like, she can't fit in her outfit that she wore home that was big on her. Like, like in five months, six months, they change. <laughs> I'm going to lose mm-hmm. my shit. But it's really, I don't know, it's made me kind of want to do more of the things that scare me because motherhood terrified me, giving birth terrified me, all of it freaked me the fuck out. Dude, I'm definitely scared of that. I talk to my friends about that all the time, like, about, like, I don't know, 
the idea of like kids and marriage and whatever, like, do I actually want that? You know, that scares me. Obviously, like I do, but sometimes yeah. I'm like, shit, is that the Cinderella version of life that I've been spoon fed to t- say that I want? Or do that's I want that? Of, that's part me and my boyfriend also are that way. So I think that's also because we didn't if we would have we would have waited to have kids. I'm so grateful for yeah. her and I wouldn't change a thing at all, especially now. But like we would have mm-hmm. waited because of us pursuing music. So just because it's not that's so dope that you're both easy. like that's a choice yeah. that you both like are yeah. on the same level with. That's yeah. Cool. So but I'm learning like I don't know. There's a lot of really awesome parents in the EDM community and like my parents are a really good example too. like you don't have to stop doing what you love because of kids. I think that's something that was was spoon fed for. That's so cool. Yeah. So I actually have a really cool booking. I don't know when I'm putting this out so I can't say the show but I can say it's at Sky Bar in Salt Lake and I'm fucking I'm playing direct support for someone that there you go. He was actually one of my instructors at a really big festival that I went to a few years ago. It's called Lost Lands. Um, So, like, I decided to take that, even though it freaked me the fuck out. I was like, if you keep getting scared of it, you're never going to do it. Mm -hmm. You'll never do it. So Yeah, I feel the exact same way about music, too. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, pursue it no matter what. Yep. If it's something that, like, you know, like, you're meant to do. Yeah. To just keep doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and then with that, like I have two other bookings coming up over the next few months. One of them's an all female show that I'm <gasps> super, and it's actually like um, all moms. I'm all interested. You should come. I'm 100%. interested. I would love that because it's going to be dope and it's going to be the variety that all of the women play. It's a really good mix of EDM. So like you'll get a taste of pretty much everything. I play a lot of like well. melodic dubstep and melodic trap. I well. like really pretty stuff but i also like to make people fucking rage yeah i feel like i love dj chicks like you guys are like a special like type of breed a bitch you know what i mean like you guys and i hope you don't get offended when i say the word bitch like i use that in a very like no i use loving way you know same um you would fall in love with my friend Haley. then she's also a dj and she's incredible she goes by neon drip so and she's pretty. See, she's I want to collaborate with bitches like you that. Should. Who were like. You should. And she also sings. So if your guys' well, voices like worked, that yeah. would be fucking dope. I really want to work with female producers and female, you know what I mean, artists as much as I can. I feel like locally there's only so many art. But well, I guess that there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of female musicians, but we're all in like different genres of music. So, so we're, it seems so we're like literally in different pockets of mm-hmm. the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I yep. mean? Like a hundred percent different scenes. different. Yeah. Shows. So they never really intermingle because there's no opportunity yep. for them to. And I feel like as an artist that bounces around between literally every genre, like everywhere I hang yeah. out with like, you know what I mean? I'm with like the dingy, gross hip hop heads or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. the bass scene. Yeah. Or like Definitely. like un- the underground like bass mm-hmm. shows, those are insane. And yeah. like like Black Void and like those cats. You know Black Void, I promote Bitch. for them. Bitch. Okay, so Black Void Dude. and them, they before they even created Black Void, right? They mm-hmm. came to two of my shows, and they were still like I think they were in college or they were babies, Damn. and they like saw me at a bar performing at Johnny's on Second or something. And they like came to my show and they were so just like, dude, we want like want to do something with you. Like we want to book you so bad. We're going to start this thing called Black Void. And now that I've like seen everything that they've done with it, I just recently hit them up and I was like, dude, I know it took like me forever to like be like, hey, cool. Now I'm ready to book a show with you. But Mm -hmm. bitch, like with what they're doing and with with what show we're creating, like word, it would be like 
I'm going to push for that. Yeah, no, I'm, I promote for them. <sighs> I am going to send them this episode as soon as it's out. Shout dude, out Black Void, Yeah, man. dude, Black Void. They're fucking. Shout out to Drew and to those guys. Like sh- people they bring out, man. And just, I remember uh, we went, cause we started promoting for them because they're really like one of the few, like there's not a lot out here in Utah. Like our scene is okay, but like. Aside well, from which B2, scene, you know? like, yeah. Yeah, but e- V2 hasn't been V2 for no, a long time. No, and it's... it's not what it used <clears throat> to be. No, and so then for Underground, like, you've got Dope Soul, which I have quite a few friends in there that I support that are great, and then um, you have Black the hippies. Void. And the hippies, don't forget about the hippies. There's yeah. a whole scene of hippies out here that will blow your mind like the burning man scene in utah is See, and i haven't experienced any of that dude they're crazy okay the shit that they do is very like spiritual like oh my god see if if all these scenes were to cut like and like the whole dancing scene like Mm -hmm. this whole crew of like dancers over here at millennium word mind-blowing like the talent that's over there it's insane like i wish i could like connect as an aquarius like i know everyone Uh uh-huh yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's I'm in everything. Every, we should work on that. Let's Put them all together, you yeah. know? I'm about that. Like 100%. with some kind of a show or some kind of that an event cool. or something, you know? I would love that. I think the only, what is it called? The only thing I can think of that I, that I personally know that they do that out here is, God, why am I blanking on what it is called? I hope you're not going to say solitaire or something. No. no raves. No, it, it's nothing like that. It's like one of my <laughs> friends that I worked with got booked. I'm for not it. into the rave scene <laughs> too no. much. I mean, it's fun for like a night or something, but mm-hmm. I could not. I could, that was when I was like 14 years old. Word is when I was I going think, to Benny Benassi. <laughs> yeah, it's evolved a lot. I think like if you yeah. went to the Black Void shows now, have you gone to any of them since I've gone to Black Void? Three of them. Word. Yeah, like those yeah. shows like at the block. Yep. They did a yep. thing at the block. They've yep. done they've done it at a few places, but Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just I also would like to connect this a little bit more. Um Yeah, we should make a list and literally. a contact list. I'll, of everybody's I'll contact. make a fucking Facebook group. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'll add all of you fuckers and just like Yeah, dude. I'm gonna force it like that meme that's like now kill. like that that was cute (laughs) guys um but so lady infinity i'm curious and i want you to tell them like where does that come from what made you yeah what made you go with lady infinity um well i had a friend that like named me that name and he that's how i got my dj name yeah he's He's very much in prison now, but he was, (laughs) (laughs) he was the homie dude. He was always like, he was one of those cats that like was promoting for shows and stuff and just running around and like trying to get his money, you know what I mean? And do his thing. But he, um, he was a good fucking kid. He just got caught up in some stupid shit. That's sad. You know what I mean? But he was doing some really fun stuff like with events and whatever. And he would always kind of try to like put me on these like little shows that he was doing. Word. But, I mean, we're talking, like, 2013, 14, you know, 15. Like, I still felt like I was, like, a child back then. When I hear those dates and I'm, like, that wasn't that long ago. And then I think about it, I'm, like, it's been a while. It was seven years ago. It's been a while, yeah. I've been graduated for almost nine Nine years. Nine years. Wait, I graduated in 2012. 
I'm, I'm not good at math and I'm also high. Okay. Wait. I graduated do it in 2014. <laughs> I, I graduated in 2014. So six, okay. seven, eight. Okay. So next year it'll be nine years. So okay. eight years. I feel like time for me doesn't even like count for some reason. Time I feel is an illusion. I like, I don't know. Sometimes I stress about it with the whole baby thing and oh, marriage, yeah. but like. Just because I feel like it's an illusion, does I still stress about it. Well, and I read something the other day that children. was talking about oh. how time is an illusion. So therefore, like you get to choose how it manifests. And I've noticed right. having a child, like you are forced into being present. You yep. have a choice because mm-hmm. everything is minute by minute what she needs and it's always changing. So you have no choice for that. It's when I have alone time, which thank God for my parents because they help a lot. And dude, I bet they're so <laughs> stoked on oh, just like her. being yeah. grandparents and like yeah. having a little like baby again, dude. Yeah. Why do grandparents like love babies so much? My mom and my stepdad, like with their like obsessed. Yeah, oh, my God. Yep. I don't know. I just think it's like it's partly because they almost get like to relive that because babies yeah. are so much fun. Like I under like I don't necessarily want more, but I do understand like now ha- like because my teeny tiny little baby that I came home with, like she's not she doesn't exist anymore. Like she's too big now. She's not that same. And oh, it goes by my so heart. quick. Like yeah. there's a picture of my mom where my it was the night we came home. And my mom's holding her with one hand effortlessly. And she has her literally right here. Like her whole little body. Her whole like body just she was chills in up one in little ball. spot. Now, you, I have to hold my her eyes. like this. Like, it's so sad, dude. Um, so and it kind of. they grow of, and they're yeah. not babies anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of forced to appreciate the present and be in the moment. And it really changes the way kind of time works. Totally. That's how I feel about my album. It feels like my baby. Oh, I'm sure. A hundred percent. You're like, where can I relate this? I'm like, that is very similar. To I feel <laughs> like it's similar. That like my music project is like my baby. I don't yeah, have, dude. I need to produce time. You have to nurture it. Yeah. It has to like, you have to train it, be yeah. disciplined, mm-hmm. but also nice to yourself. Yeah, and have balance <laughs> with all of the millions of things it takes yeah. to make it happen. Be an artist, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Do you feel like being a mother is like being an artist? Like I, yeah, actually I do kind of, because like, like I look at her, like I create, projects it's wild. Like I created her, like I, I made this whole ass beautiful little being. It's just weird. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, and I don't know. I was terrified of giving birth because I've never, like, broken a bone. I've never... The only surgery I've had is a wisdom. The, the whole process, I think, of pregnancy and birth in general, like, it's, it's the process of the actual birth I was scared itself of it that too. scares... Yeah. Would scare the shit Which, I will say, on one hand, like, you have every right to be. You should be. That's... I would probably want to sit be, in the, the but pool part. Yeah, I I tried to do a water birth. That was the plan. My Pisces ass, yeah. I wanted a water (laughs) birth really bad, but if you want a water birth, you can't get an epidural because you have to be able to move your legs. Um, Wait, what's an epidural? So an epidural is what they give you. So, like, it's a pain reliever. So you're numbed from your waist down. Down. It's this long-ass needle they stick into your spine. Yeah. And I knew that, so I was like, I don't want it. 
Like, I don't want it. No. And, um, but I got induced, which is where they force your labor with medications. And they started it with a balloon. I don't think <laughs> I could, I don't think I could give birth. You think that. <laughs> you think that. I was, oh. I was horrified. I'm the biggest baby. And so I, like, the balloon was fine, wasn't a big deal. They can give you, which is so weird to say this, but they can give you fentanyl for pain relief. Yeah, okay. Since it's medically, and I was like having a great time on that. I was like, <laughs> oh, this man. is great. And so like, but then when they gave me the Pitocin, that really like kickstarted contractions. Yeah. And I wasn't getting breaks in between. Like normally you, you get these breaks, like they go like in hills. So you're not screaming the whole time? Uh, I wasn't screaming. I was moaning in pain for sure and, like, kind of checked out because I wasn't getting those breaks, so I was just getting exhausted. And finally, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, get me the epidural at this point. I just, I can't do this uh, if it's going to be constant like this. And I wasn't very far along, like, dilation-wise. So by the time Wait, they that's came. That's, like, the width, right? Like, how, yeah. yeah. I, I was, like, only at maybe, like, a three or four, like, nothing crazy because you go up to a nine, and that's when you're ready to push. Yeah, her face, she's like, what the fuck? It's a scale. Yeah. There's um, scale. But the epidural, like, because I was in so much pain, like, it genuinely, like, it really isn't a big deal. I think it yeah. was more traumatizing for my boyfriend and my mom to watch it. Like, he, his face was white after. He was just like, oh. Dude. Yeah. I was feeling great. As soon as it kicked in, I was talking. I was just having a good old time. You're like, hey, guys. I was, when <laughs> it was time to push, I was scared because I was like, what if I feel that? And then when I... We started doing it. I was like, I can't feel jack shit. Not a damn <laughs> thing. I can, nothing. I can feel like slight pressure aside yeah. from that. Nothing. It took me, most women for their damn. first time, it takes hours of pushing. She was out in 33 minutes. I Dude, didn't even get to lucky. listen to all of my playlist. You I was pissed. Do, I think that my mom said <laughs> something about how I was like, um, really a hard birth i guess oh that's too bad that and that's why i wanted i was like six hours or something i, I didn't want to come out I didn't you were like i'm out. not ready no Aww. i did not want to fucking come out i was very comfortable oh god in See, there. and luckily she delivered herself at the end so they told what does me that mean so they told me to stop pushing because they were like she's right there we're ready so they're setting up getting ready to catch her and all the medical stuff okay and so they're like stop pushing and i'm like okay so i'm laid back like whatever yeah and all of a sudden they're like <laughs> just imagine like, you like flailing like <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> i literally was just like okay they kept the doula in there she kept being like it's okay your baby will be here soon just breathe it out and i was like i'm crying because of the songs that are playing in this moment like <laughs> on shuffle on this playlist that i very particularly wait made. they give you a playlist to listen no to? i made it so you can take music in if you okay. want okay so I just made a playlist for labor and delivery. I was like, I'm not in pain. Like, I'm fine. Um, but so they told me to s stop pushing. What's so on I your playlist? Now that's all I'm thinking about. So, so much. A lot of a lot of seven Like, what lines. did your baby, like, listen to? A lot. Like, a lot of EDM. Like, all of EDM. Okay. Um, my friend. So it's just going to come out like a badass EDM baby. Oh, she was in my belly when I played my first show at the yard, which, shout out the yard. Okay. You guys are killing it. Um cool. Yeah, shout out to the yard. Yeah, they're fucking. I'm I'm excited to go back and play for them. They. Um, I've never performed there. That would be cool. I mean, just because it's like that's actually like more of like 
they have hip hop and rap nights, so like you would be killer there too. So yeah. I can connect you. With I don't that. know why it is that I'm so comfortable in that scene. Being oh, you that, would, but yeah. my music is like very weirdly in between. Like, I don't know what my what genre am I? I don't really. Okay. Word. Contemporary R&B with hip-hop elements. Okay. And a sprinkle of pop. Yeah. Because we want to make money. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. Because we we want to make some money. (laughs) Um, Do you listen to Queen Herbie at all? Yes. You remind me very much of Queen Herbie. But, like, obviously you're you. But, like, there's the some of your lyrics and the way you write and just, like, your energy in your music video. I was like, damn, man. You're going to like the song Indigo. Word. I'm excited. I already like that based off the name. I'm already excited for yeah, it. Yeah, that one's a good one because I'm an indigo child. My mom told me that like my whole life growing up. I love that. Speaking of children, I like, oh my God, I would do some weird stuff when I was little. I was very empathic. So I'd like yeah. feel everything. And mm-hmm. like if my mom, like I remember weird things like my mom would like, if she was upset about something or whatever and like push something over or whatever, I would go pick up that object and like put it back and like put good vibes back on it. And then, like, leave it better than it was. And then I was like, okay, what else can be fixed? You know? I was always, like, a solution baby. I feel like that's going to be my child. And that's very much indigo child. And totally. It's so funny. A lot of people don't even know what an indigo child is. Mm -hmm. And my friend Parley years ago wanted to do like basically his own little research project and and reach out to people that he felt fit that because he'd been studying them for a while and he reached out to me to interview me and I was like (laughs) (laughs) I feel honored I didn't even know what that was until you brought this to my attention hell yes it's like a hippie like 90s thing or 80s Mm -hmm. thing or something no maybe it's from the 70s I don't know, but some well, like group of people, it's a yeah. Specific generation. It's from this kids. time to this time yeah. that they w- came in. Uh-huh. The end yeah. of the '70s, I think, into the late '90s. Yep. is like the m- mm-hmm. time for indigo children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and it, I mean, it makes sense because I'm just like we just like want to fix the world. You know, aggressive about like uh, rape culture. Like we were talking about that before. Mm-hmm. Like I get very, very much just fucking. I love that you say the word aggressive because, like, a lot of times when when women are aggressive, like, we're taken as, like, bitches or whatever instead of just being, like, taken seriously. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. And it's... Like, you have every right to be pissed off about rape culture and, like, what that is, you know? And it's fucked up that when you are pissed off about it, they're like, you're crazy. You're crazy. You need to calm (laughs) down. Or, like, because I... So... The hashtag Utah rapist movement that happened, I... um, um, because there was one girl specifically, I believe her name was Nina. Shout out to her because she's doing doing God's work. Um, <laughs> but um, I ended up feeling the need to also help people share their stories anonymously. So my inbox got flooded with just like every range that you can think of. Like the ones that are like more so probably happened because we don't have proper sex ed in Utah and these boys like don't understand and like and nobody understands consent very well like those things that it's like it wasn't rape but it's like you need to be accountable for this all the way up to just some of the most horrific things I've ever read Mm -hmm. and (laughs) jaw I'm gonna have that (laughs) fucking edited out which what's stupid is like I just feel like nothing's happening with him and I just don't 
feel like anything I say at this point because he could have probably. I'm pretty sure his name got left in one of the in his episode on Apple Podcasts. I'm not familiar. And with I just him. didn't care. Um, so his name is Josh Homer. Um, that's who the kid he, was in yeah, Utah. Yeah, he's still here. He's um, still he here in Syracuse. Yeah. So he since just so you can be aware, over 30 women came forward on social media and he very much like I know that just because I listen to true crime and I've been watching uh I love the setting true too. Crime, uh, yeah. I've been watching like true while crime we talk about true crime is perfect for this I know. setting in this here. This is why I'm eventually <laughs> going to do video stuff, so we'll have to have you back when I do have video stuff going. How about for um, the Sad Girls podcast, we can put flowers everywhere? Bro. And then yeah. take them down when your dad has to come in yeah, here and work. Make it metal as fuck again. <laughs> yeah. Um but I just feel like it's not too hard to spot his pattern because he, like, baits women in with tickets to EDM shows, um, <gasps> fixing their car, just, no. like, buying them things, like, just, like, any of that. Um, and, yeah, and then does Ugh. what he does. Um, and he's notorious for breaking into women's homes. Um, he's done that a couple times. And when all of this was going on, it was right Bitch, if you after, break into my yep, fucking house... It's going down. He broke into a family home looking for this girl and her older sister, her husband, their daughter all lived there and she wasn't even home. And her, the sister woke up in the middle of the night. She sleeps naked. She was in her bed sleeping and she woke up to him standing over her bed. And then he just asked her, just looked at her and was like, where's your sister? Like, I'm sorry. Excuse what the me? fuck are you doing and in so my she's house? she's screaming. Her husband fell asleep downstairs on the couch, so uh. he gets woken up. He almost got shot that night. It's kind of a shame he didn't, but yeah. whatever. I've had two really scary incidences with guys that are, like, honestly, borderline stalkers. You know what I mean? Where they're like, I, yeah. It's it happens horrifying. often. It happens yeah. really often to girls. Or And sometimes the scariest thing is, is when a girl doesn't even know that they're being stalked. That's when it's I really scary. I think about that sometimes, and it freaks me out. That's scary It as freaks hell. me out, because I even, we had, I went to Avalon School of Cosmetology for aesthetics years ago, and one of the um, instructors on the cosmetology side, she wrote a book, and I wish for the life of me my brain would work so I could remember what it was <laughs> called, but yeah. um, she was stalked by a, a man that lived in her building, and he actually escalated because she kept reporting him to the apartments, and they ended up giving him his 30-day notice that he had to get out, and they told him it was because she was reporting him, which mm -hmm. is illegal. You can't disclose that information. So because he found that information out that she specifically was the one that r was reporting him, he yeah. showed up to her house and broke in and shot her when her little boy was in the bedroom. She got shot in the head. She lived, like, ending, like, she's alive, but her little boy... Oh. was in his bed and he heard the gunshot and hid under the covers and then when he heard like more struggle he was going to go out and try and help her yeah. and he said an angel came to him and told him to stay in bed under the covers and laid with him in the covers until everything was over dude i totally believe in angels yeah. and guardian angels 100%. and like things that watch over you for sure 100 there's too many things that have happened to me that I'm just me like, too, where I'm like, like I definitely got good. saved from like, that. Yeah, I there's things that just are not like car accidents. Oh, where you just miss someone. You're like, 
I'm alive so, right now. What <laughs> just happened? Summer of 2014, I was driving back up from Riverton. Yeah. And I had gotten a shake from Arctic Circle. I fucking, this is the part of the story I hate retelling because it sounds so stupid. So I had a shake. I'm on the freeway on I-15, like going like around by Bountiful. Yeah. And I was trying to eat a bite of my shake and it fucking fell. It's middle of the summer. And so I'm wearing flip-flops and I want all over my flip-flops. It's on the ground, like my foot slipping off the pedal. So I'm like, fuck, trying to hurry and grab it. And I didn't think I was like looking down for really that long at all trying to grab it. But then all of a sudden, like there was this urgency I was feeling while I was trying to grab it. And there was this voice that just like got louder and louder. And finally it was like, look up. And right when I looked up, I was getting ready to hit a, a barrier Oh uh, my god, head dude. On. And I had are the worst. just enough time to turn my wheel so it clipped my left side. I spun out, got hit by a van, spun out. Um there was a motorcyclist behind me that had to like lay on the ground. He slid like half and, a like, football's filled. Dip, yeah. Um and it was fucked up because like when you see car accidents like that in movies, you expect an explosion. I swear to god because my yeah. my side of the door I couldn't open it. Yep. And so I'm like freaking out thinking my car is going to explode. And this guy gets up off the ground. He's right in front of me and he just looks at me and I'm screaming for help. And he just looks at me and shakes his head. Dude, that's just, that's really bizarre. Like I had a really similar car accident too, but it, it was, I'm sorry. I was like, just hit by a hit and run person or whatever. And my car went into a a building and like, I almost, I almost ran somebody over or whatever that was on the sidewalk. It was nuts. It was that's scary. And I was like into a building. Do car accidents are no fucking joke? No. And then people out here drive like it is a joke. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like if everybody, like, I feel like the roads are very telling and like how <laughs> how people are how people are as just people because yeah. like when you're out on the roads, everything you are doing Especially in is Utah. a ripple Utah effect. Utah is like the worst hair drivers ever. They are. And I didn't realize how bad <laughs> until my boyfriend moved out here from Arizona and started driving around. He was like, I fucking am going to kill someone. Yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, dude, that's literally my mom. My mom, like, cannot. Can't stand cannot it. Cannot deal. Yeah, no. no. Like, well, you, we're from California. I was so going like, to say. Yeah. In California, dude, if you deal. do stupid shit, you'll get shot. <laughs> like, well, someone will Vegas pull over and fuck you up. Oh, like, 100%. <laughs> We had, we had some guy almost hit us when we were going out to Arizona and we had our dogs in the car. So we were like, bro, what the fuck? Like they slammed into the backs of the seats and he decided to follow us. And I could see his wife in the, in the mirror, like yelling at him, like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's following us. And my boyfriend just pulls out this knife we have in the car. It's like that long. Oh my God. Just put it up against the thing and was just like, and then he stopped following us. Yeah. So that's how Arizona gets down. Um, Utah is not. Well, that. it's right next to the border, right? So it's like there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot yeah. going on down there. There's so, like yeah. so much going on in our country in general right now. There's so much like chaos and yeah, it separation. makes me sad. The but there's also a lot of really good things. I think. I yeah, I feel like it's always for me in the way I view it. I feel like especially in this moment, like I can't help but feel like everything is always so balanced because I have this new little life in my life, but my grandpa is passing at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like things always seem to line up that way in really weird ways. And yeah, it's sad seeing the videos come out from Ukraine and I, yeah, 
I don't understand where I won't sit and talk about it with anybody because I'm not going to speak on something that I don't really understand or have knowledge on. But I, regardless of the whys or whatever the fuck, like, it's heartbreaking and I just don't feel like it should yeah. be a thing mm-hmm. for me. I just, it blows my mind. Like, and COVID, like, living through that, like... How was your quarantine? Because our generation has gone through so <laughs> like much shit in the last little bit. We've seen we, we I think therapy, we've, all of us. We've seen more in the last little bit than I think any generation had. Like we're seeing something that no other generation has seen before, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're living through it. We've we've seen the craziest stuff. Well, in the Aquarius I think I think just it's just in. well, no, we already are in the oh, age of Aquarius. Right. Like we, we entered in the age of Aquarius in 2012. Has it been? See, because I've seen it's different been, things on that, too. That's why everything, like, the Jeffrey Epsteins and the whatever, like, all of these things are coming to light, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, our perspective is shifting. I was just talking to him earlier about how, like, it feels like everyone's frequency in general sort of has risen. And we have, like, this awareness of, like, we fucking know that there's fuck shit going on. Yeah, yeah like, 100%. we're all totally connected to each other. We're, like, that's also in my music. I have a song called Shooting Star where it's, like, we're all totally, you know, beings of, we come from the same fucking thing and we're Absolutely. the same, you know? A hundred percent. That's why I vibe with connected. you. I could just like, there's not very many artists that write things that, like that. You know what I mean? Like there's starting, I'm starting to see it more. And yeah. part of it is the rise of like spirituality and stuff being more like popular mm-hmm. quote unquote and more like mainstream yeah which well like there's a lot of conscious artists here in salt lake you know like earthworm and like team mental like all, everyone over at get it right records and like those guys they like they're fucking killing it with conscious Word. rap you know See, what i mean know, i don't listen to rap like i used to because yeah. i've gotten burnt out because like i didn't look for it it's just the shit that got put on the radio i started to get to a point where i was like i hate this well i'm not gonna say everything on the radio but most things on the radio are definitely programmed to yeah. control us yeah like look at what 110%. xxx was talking about you know what i mean yeah. it's all yeah. frequency it's all energy it's mm-hmm. all like intention And so I think that that comes through in art, you know, and you have to be careful what you listen to and like what you let in. I, yep. I couldn't have said that better myself. You know, that's why I'm picky about what I, and I mean, people could probably hear some of the beat boom music I listen to and be like, (laughs) oh really? But like (laughs) when it comes to like things with lyrics and stuff, like I, I give a fuck about what's being said. Lyrics are important. Yeah. And I care about who the person is behind the art. A lot of people. Yeah don't have an issue with completely separating that but i yeah. i do have an issue with that like one how of did my you feel about the r kelly thing like were you oh able God. were you able to separate the fact that he was an I artist c- i can't but I, I couldn't either i can't he what he did was too horrific. i was like i can't i know that your music was like a part yeah. of my childhood but i cannot listen no, to it i can't do knowing it. I, what you were doing i have an artist that is literally tattooed on my arm that I now cannot listen to because it came out that he was a huge Wait, what was it? What artist? Bass Nectar. Oh, he's a fucker, huh? Mm-hmm. I heard about that like three years ago, right? It, it broke my heart too because his brand is so, so different. Like, love and it's very yeah. like spiritual. And they had a really awesome program that like my friend got free. It like became a cult. It, it was did. like a it cult. It was. Because people that were, like, diehard fans were literally bullying his victims yeah. into not coming forward. And it, a whole thing. A whole thing. And so, like, I can't, no matter how much I loved his music yeah. and loved the things that it helped me through, I can't do it. 
me neither. I came into the shop. Like the it makes me day. sick just to think about. Like I get a weird look on my face because no. I'm like, I'm like, you're directly supporting. Ugh, fuck that guy. You know, just to predator. think about that. Yeah, fuck that. And I just, yeah, I came in the studio the other day yeah. and I was like, why do I? Or so even like about this in the R and B world or whatever. Who are we talking about? Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes or something is in some bullshit too, where he's oh, like, really? "Yeah, dude, there's like serial rapists everywhere, it's and they're a, all over the issue. fucking industry. It's ridiculous." It, yeah, it's but even bad. like taking like my autonomy back and like putting out art that like is you know seems sexual, right? It's like better off alone was like I'm literally yeah. half naked, but like I don't give a fuck. I don't think I I love because that I, women are starting to break out of that too. Yeah, and that's why that's why I fell in love with rave culture so much too because it was already like so accepted. The and fashion, just, like, yeah, and like the expression mm-hmm. and like just you can just be who you are and nobody yeah. is gonna look at you any kind of way. And I like for. I feel like for the most part, a lot of our artists are very like upstanding human beings. Like, obviously, I don't know all these people in real life. And I thought that I knew Bass Nectar's heart. But I feel like. Well, even like fucked up people who are like rapists and shit, they they need therapy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you want to fix shit, you kind of have to fix it with love. Like yeah. That's kind of the only way to fix it. So like yeah, 100%. these people who are like going around doing fuck shit, like mm-hmm. they obviously need help. What do you think about... I feel bad for them. <laughs> well, and it's funny. I don't feel bad for them, but I no, also I, am I, like, I, but I do feel bad for you because you obviously need some assistance. You, well, and it's the same thing with pedophiles. My boyfriend and I were talking about that literally yesterday that like, yeah. obviously nobody who's having pedophilic thoughts is going to come forward and say that and try to get help because then you're a pedophile. And like, even if you haven't done anything, you're still yeah. that. So yeah. nobody's going to come they're forward. They're not going to come forward, but then they are going to do it because they're not getting help. Exactly. So it's like this cycle. It's, yeah. And I just feel like, our culture is fucked, dude. Yeah. Like our culture is is totally. It's going through a weird transition where we're trying to figure yeah. out how to because these are such huge problems. They're such huge issues, and but it. it but we are going to catch up. I think that it like we're just kind of like, what is that term or whatever when the wagon is ahead of the horse or something? Oh fuck. I don't know. You get what I'm saying, though, where it's like, (laughs) like, absolutely. Like, we're, we understand what the problem is. Mm -hmm. We don't exactly know totally how to fix it, but like, we're halfway there. Yeah. At least we're acknowledging that it's a problem. That's like 50%, you know? Well, that's with anything. Like, that's the first step, right? Even like being an addict or alcoholism, the first step isn't getting help. The first step is acknowledging that you have a problem. Mm -hmm. That's like the hardest part is being like, okay. Yeah. So, totally. Um, yeah, that I was my issue for a long time, not putting music out. Yeah. That was a problem. I, like, did not. Was it just not. a general fear? I was terrified. Yeah. I think that fear is where yeah. dreams go to die. That's a really good saying. It's, it is. The, the fear and the comfort zone, yeah. that's where everything that your heart craves will die. And, and even just the comfort zone, if you stay there too long, you get comfortable. And it's it's easy. And, like, doing all these other things, it's too hard. And I'm mm-hmm. going to have to be vulnerable. And I'm going to, like... I have a million reasons why I sh- don't want to play that show that I have coming up, but yeah. like, I'm tired of telling do myself it. those do things. It. I'm do sick it. of it. Do and it anyways. Yeah. Do it all. Be scared and do <laughs> it anyways. I'm pretty sure that's a quote I've heard before too that I yeah. really like. Like, I so I really admire that you're pushing so hard and like you you just seem so genuine like you know who you are you're very genuine to you you know your vision it seems like you have a very clear view of where you want to take 
all of this. My yeah. dad was like, she's going to be the next Lady Gaga. Like, just you fucking watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, word, I'm going to watch that episode then. Dude, well, if I'm like, if I'm anywhere near Lady Gaga, dude, ever in my career, like, I'll be happy because she's fucking dope. She's That's a pretty amazing, amazing like, comparison because yeah. she's... I think so, too. Her she's performance iconic. ability, mm-hmm. yeah, she has totally become iconic. Well, and it's funny because remember that those that stage where everybody was like, ew, Lady Gaga, she's a hermaphrodite. Yep. And like that Oh my shit, God, man. Oh, I remember and that. And I never understood it. I was like, what do you... I like her. They're like, like, oh, she has a dick. Like, okay, what, what if she did? Who fucking cares? It doesn't take away from how amazing yeah. she is. Yeah. Well, and back then, we... I. I wasn't. I loved that we she egged young. it on, though. I loved that she yeah. was like, she "What if I do?" <laughs> <laughs> that was like the cutest thing ever. I love her. Well, and I, it, it makes me wonder where that, like, for society, it flipped back to her being so amazing in everybody's eyes. Because it's weird. Because I've had like, and it's still my fault, but I've had almost like the culture and societal views of certain like artists like kind of dictate if I outwardly say that I like them. It happened with Taylor Swift mm. so hard. So hard because it got to a point where everyone's like, um, well, she just writes about her fucking boyfriends and she has all these boyfriends well, yeah. and I'm all these things. And what else is I she going to fucking write about? And I'm like, that's and even then, that's not all she writes about. But like, yeah. whatever, my guy, like, I don't know. It just I feel like that's just one more pressure that women get put under. Yeah, that's just one more standard that gets well, put on us where it's like, dude, can we just fucking like exist and just. Like, be, you know? Can well, and we dudes like can sit and put out songs about just fucking and doing drugs. And like pussy G-Eazy. and this, that, like, whatever. And I actually, before he, I can't. See, that's another thing. I used to love g Easy. I cannot, I've tried listening to some of his old stuff and I can't do it anymore because of what he did to Halsey. That's my bitch. I can't, I can't do it. Oh, so he just he, treated her like shit. He was extremely uh, physically and emotionally abusive and... She ended up having a miscarriage with him. She, When she miscarried, she put on a diaper and went on stage. Her and Katy Perry both did that. And they both got Fucking dumped. Terrible. Right, Like, they both went through that. Yeah. Yep, yep. She's talking about yeah, Jesus Because he's a fucking... He, which, I think it's just that he has some issues. Like, I, my... My ex that I almost had a baby with about had a miscarriage actually two weeks after that car accident. I'm pretty sure that's what caused it. Yeah. Well, I um, feel like people like g Easy like are like the same thing that we were talking about with like pedophiles and whatever. I'm not mm-hmm. calling him a pedophile. I'm just saying <laughs> he obviously needs help. He's a sex addict. Yep. He's addicted to drugs. He clearly and sex. fucking yeah. needs help. You know what yep. I mean? I have a, a friend who was dating g Easy, and that was like wow. kind of one of the reasons why they broke up. Yeah. I won't say that's her name. I think it's fucked up, but she, um, yeah, she was like, she kicked it with him or whatever for a while. That was like super bizarre because I, I had never been around anyone before that has had a relationship with, with a celebrity. Yeah. Besides this, besides this one home girl that I had, she like (laughs) met this guy on Tinder. That's, uh, that comedian guy with like the funny hair and he's like super, oh God. Oh no. And I'm not good with comedians Damn either. It. I don't I'm not good it's with comedians not Cat either. Williams, is it? No, 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 no. Like, no, he's, no. he's like he was much older. Well no. He's probably younger than Cat Williams, actually, by this point. Oh, Cat Williams is like he's 50. Getting, I know he's getting he's old. He's like 50. <laughs> yeah. But when you said crazy hair, I just thought of like his little fucking No, well I, see, now I lost it. But anyways, um yeah, I feel like Guys who just, like, are fucked up and do fucked up things to women, like, they obviously need help, right? Yeah. Like, I have shitty 
exes, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That like didn't treat me right. But like at the end of the day, I don't have to be you for the rest of your life, you know? And 100%. like hundred percent. A hundred percent. We just have different paths. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like what that song Obsessed is like literally about. Word. Is I like, that. you know what I mean? 100%. Letting go and like not having hate really towards anything. Cause yeah. I think it's just better to have compassion like in situations where someone's obviously in pain and like doing fucked yeah. up shit to people. Cause That's why I liked that song so much. Cause it was very much that. But even like the one you just released too is kind of that same type of wave of like better off alone yeah like i'm gonna do me like i don't hate you i don't wish you like i wish you kind of the best but like i'm yeah yeah that one's obsessed that one isn't out yet that's the one that you heard on the podcast no i swear i'm thinking of better off alone really i swear to god yeah yeah god that picture of you with the fucking snake draped over your body i just (sighs) okay we ready for this you're so funny earlier. You're like, oh, that that's getting edited out. And then you just started over and kept going. Yep. I was <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. That's why we have Ooh. Drake. I can hear it. Like what? This is fun to shoot. Oh, I bet. I don't know what it is. Do you hear that last part? Better off I matter. I snuck I, I matter that. in there. No one has even noticed that yet. I love my that. my producers didn't even notice they didn't that. Notice or my engineer. The no, he didn't even notice that I said better off I matter at the end and I'm like nobody has caught that so far. <laughs> he didn't that. fix it cuz at first I thought he was going to be like cuz they always make me pronounce my words cuz I have a problem with doing the Ariana Grande th- Grande thing. Uh. 
where I sing a, a th- you know, whatever, uh-huh. but I don't pronounce the words and like. Uh, yeah, I have a hard time understanding certain things with her for that reason. But I, yeah, I, I don't give a shit. I so love her voice though. She's I phenomenal. Am, I love. I just love her. I think she's amazing. I love her stance. Uh, literally, dude. She, with uh, her like perfect <laughs> jawline. Yep. <laughs> sometimes that's you should be her for Halloween. Sometimes one year. I like uh, with her little eyebrows. Uh huh. That's uh-huh. perfect. <laughs> She's so cute. She went on, I can't remember what his name is, but a show, and it's, like, the one where they have singers on and they make them sing certain songs that are different, like... Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it's Jimmy Fallon. And she had to get, like, basically, like, an Evanescence style, but it was, like, Stay Humble by Kendrick Lamar, and holy fucking shit. She killed it. She killed it. I was like, "Ah!" Evanescence almost doesn't have... Anything on you in this moment? Evanescence Damn. was a really big person mm-hmm. for me too growing up. For I could sure. see that. Yeah, that album she came out, Bring Me to Life. Yep. And yep. like, oh my God, with her black hair and yep. they were like dreads and sh- her hair was like, she was looking in the most ridiculous like view. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it. Like her face was in like a weird moment, but like I was like emo. totally emo at that time and was like, like I'm eating this I up. loved Evanescence so much. I ate her Word. up. I was that way with Avril Lavigne. Very much like there old Avril Lavigne before she went blonde and pink haired, which I still love her. And Hello after. Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm so because did you like was it your idea the whole video for Better Off Alone or did you have people kind of help you with it? Like uh, what I made you think pretty much that? like made a note note in my thing and was like, this is the plan. And they I don't even think that they looked at the notes. And then they just showed up and they're like, okay, what's the plan? And I was like, well, there's snakes there. There's clouds here. You do this. You do this. You do that. I just kind of told everyone what to do in like five minutes and they totally did it. And then they got the lighting set up and they made a couple of adjustments on lighting. And that was, dude, we shot it in like two hours. Really? Yeah. That's that's impressive. Like it was not, you know, it didn't take that long. Yeah. I had like to watch this music video and like drop a comment on it like show her some love on that because I you can see just how much thought like got put into it it almost reminds yeah. me of like Doja Cat's music video with mm-hmm. The Weeknd like just like the thought that goes into it to make yeah. it that artistic mm-hmm. I just I'm gonna have to have somebody help me with that when that time yeah. comes. <laughs> like I because I don't my brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. I love creating visuals. I think anything to do with like photo shoots or creating something that I can like, that I can Visually be the canvas. Word. I like to be the canvas. <laughs> I love that. Or I like to, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that, I think that that's the idea too with the other music video is um, literally to paint a canvas. And I think I want to paint like a woman or s- of some sort. That would but, be amazing. Um, <gasps> that oh, would be cool. That would be cool. But in the next video, it's, like, telling the story going on or something. Ooh, that would be cute if, like, that's cool. all the videos somehow are in the next video. You can make it, like, a like a timeline story almost. Like, if your album could, like, yeah. if you could roll it out that way, you don't even have to make that album, like, what order they're in that way, but just for the music videos. Yeah. The way you release them, make it, like, a story. Totally. Exactly. That would be cool. I live for shit like that. Well, like the whole album is literally about like heartbreak and like healing from it and just like self-love motivation. Yeah, that's literally what the whole album is like about. 
And like, I don't know, I try to like listen to the people around me because like they've listened to it mm-hmm. so much. And they like give me feedback on how they feel about it. And so right. I think that that's really good for me to hear from their perspective to see how like yeah. it, I don't know, connects with them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's what's really important as an artist is connection. to like connect with people. Yeah. yeah, that's what music is has always been about for me is the connection of it and I mean, it's qu- it quite literally saved my life and has on many occasions. Yep, me so. too, for sure. We have a lot in common, girl. I know. I keep th- I keep thinking about like, that. Like, wow. I was in vocal and guitar lessons when I was younger. Like, when I was younger, music was the only that was my plan. Cool. I kind of let life in the world and society kind of mold me into like, no, that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. And but I'll, also, my issue was that I never. I didn't, I hadn't heard any genres that I was like, I would like to make something like that. It was yep. like, I can sing along to this and I enjoy it. But, and then I found EDM and was like, oh, Ooh. this sparked something. So, which it's really like EDM is one well, of those shows in the community. And like, it's, it's pretty special. Like a hundred percent. I, I mean, I can dive into any scene really. That's why my name is what my name is, bitch. Lady Infinity. Lady Infinity. I can literally <laughs> like. Like a chameleon just like exists in any genre mm-hmm. at all, I think. Um, and I can see that. But EDM, yeah, I hung out in that scene for a little bit. But like, I can see why people, you know what I mean, love that music. I would love to make music like that. Yeah. I would love to work with other female artists that are I have so many doing people that. that I would love to connect you with for Hell that yes. if you're up for it. Because, yeah, I'd I have love to. Yeah, my friend Sasha, you should also check her out. She's a vocalist. Cool. She, um, she just did a song. He goes by Francis Drill. He's local out here, but he's a really big deal in the EDM scene. And she just made a song with him, and he's awesome. I have a few friends that are always looking for vocalists. Cool. So it se- that seems to be kind of the thing. Like, I always hear from other people who are not vocalists are yeah. always tend to be looking for them. It's because if you can't sing yourself, you your options are to find somebody who can or to go find the same generic sample packs that everybody every other producer is sifting through. Yeah. Um and, and everyone's so using it so it's yeah. not like original. And or 100%. you find someone to come in and record what you want and then mm-hmm. you're stuck with whatever you might have recorded. Yep. hundred percent. For sure. So I would like to s- like maybe I should make it. a sample pack. You Maybe that should. is a good idea to make that a vocal a sample pack. Bitch, I could sell that on my website for sure. I would buy it. I know so many people that would buy it. You think you so? Should. Oh, 110%. Dude, yeah, please I do have it. a lot of harmonies, yeah. Well, yeah. sometimes, when I was younger or whatever, I used to, like, sit in the, So we would listen to, dude, I listened to, like, everything from Tupac to fucking Broadway musicals. You know or, what I mean? Yep. I, I grew up listening to like everything. I think most alternative Gen X parents were like that. I yeah, my You know what yeah, I mean? I think all of were, our millennial yeah. kids that got raised by Gen X. Yep. We pretty much have I think that in common. I think um, so too. Yeah. I feel like I listen to every Kurt Cobain obviously. Word. Yeah. Danzig. Yeah. All punk music. Yeah, p- it was a very punk household yeah. and rap. Yep. That's us here. Punk and rap. Blink-182, Taking Back Oh, my God, Blink-182, dude. I cried when they fucking broke up. I I literally bawled my eyes out. I know. It makes me sad. Well, and now they have... I literally didn't go to school. in there, and I just... You were like, I'm... No, I'm fucking heartbroken. No, I was heartbroken. Dude. Because I never got to go to a concert. Ever. I never got to go to a fucking show because I was too young. for you. 
dude to go every year i never got to go and because i was completely in love with i would have like married any of those any of the guys in the band can you believe Travis Barker is with Kourtney Kardashian? It's so fucking weird, but I almost just I would be love with Kourtney Kardashian. She's hot as fuck. Oh, she's my favorite. <laughs> she's, she's my, my favorite, favorite one. Favorite well, because <laughs> she went to therapy and started healing, and so they're all pissed at her, and she's like, I'm just fucking done with this shit, you guys. And I'm like, yes. Dude, I'm on board. I'm yeah, on board. I'm about it. Fuck the show. She's well, out. You know how they made like a huge deal about it being done? Yeah. I just saw a commercial for the most dramatic season premiere of their new one a new season i was like fuck you guys another Another one one. they did it as a stunt they did a whole end yeah just to bring it back dude if you look out for the commercial it was so dramatic i was like you dumb bitches are they even human no they're fake no they're not real i don't know what the hell so well and i, I thought i i was kind of crying they had me cry i was like it's over yeah, i well because i like watching like <laughs> i went back and rewatched Kim, it there's people dying dude no matter I what like people want to fucking say about the kardashians they mm-hmm. are a part of our culture oh yeah and they're 100%. not going anywhere no. and mm-hmm. i think I that like what they've done for them. women though is kind of fucking cool well and kim i like and got her whole ass it took her three times to take the bar exam but she's a fucking lawyer like she can like she's actually helping get people off of well i think that you you pass the bar exam and then you're able to then you're able to study it but i don't think or did she study it and then the bar is you passing it and then you have because she did the baby bar Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. I don't know that. anything about it. actually. See, then maybe not. I'm like, we're both. I have like, no clue. I don't know. I'm sure she I got it, know, though. I'm sure that she did. I do know for sure that she's been working with inmates that have been falsely put on death row off, like Rodney Reed specifically. I did an episode about him. Do you um, think that she'll go into politics, like, into her older age and, like, stay there as, like, an actual public po- political figure? Because I, I feel like that's her next minimum. move working specifically within women women's rights like at minimum but like with the way she's going it seems like she wants to be involved with more of that so even if she just ran for like something in her state like i mean i would be in politics if i got old and i was hot as fuck (laughs) you would be popular you could do it i would totally be in politics i would be like (laughs) i would be like fuck the robots artificial intelligence is a problem we're not doing don't watch fox news (laughs) Totally be a newscaster. Huh? Space travel. <laughs> I'm like, my name, Baz, being I'm Lady, Lady Infinity. Infinity. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of experience with Elon Musk. And let me tell you. <laughs> He's not. We're on our way. <laughs> Bitch. I, I make like my 17th, like, cosmic album. <laughs> so we're Same touring theme over throughout and over again. the entire Milky Way. Still talking about love and heartbreak. Because no matter how much we evolve, that's never going away. No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> exactly. Never going As away. humans, we're always going to be fucking, like, fucking and... Re- fucking and fucking Procreating yep. and fucking shit up. Yep. 100%. I want to know. Everywhere I'm curious, we go. like, because I haven't been able to talk about this on the podcast yet, so I feel like this is a... You're a good person to talk about it with. Astro World. Ask me anything. What do you Astro think World. about Travis Scott? I think it's a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Um, I don't feel bad for the guy in the least. He's got more than enough insurance to handle whatever happened. Oh, I'm sure. 
But I am a little upset with the what he tweeted before the, the event happened. That's really like the only thing that I noticed that nobody was talking about anywhere. How he was he told the, people he on told to them the to storm uh, the gates. Thank you. He told them to. Yeah. So he is he kind is of responsible. Uh, oh, well, because if he wouldn't have done that, then mm-hmm. people there wouldn't be an overflow of people. Exactly. And then all those people it wouldn't, wouldn't have, have died. Been an issue because who knows we don't even know how many people that got in that never, never even had a ticket. On top of the fact that they oversold tickets. Exactly. They knew the size of the venue space mm-hmm. and they over It's like they did two to three different maybe like two things wrong. Well, they also And then they didn't stop it once shit was hitting the fan mm-hmm. cuz they knew that like people were dying. There were yeah. kids climbing up onto mm-hmm. the back of the thing telling them, yeah, people are dying. Well, and I watched this whole breakdown of this actual specialist that it's weird what you learn about specialists and specific things because there's a specialist for pretty much anything you can think of <laughs> yeah. if you want to <laughs> think about it. But there's a specialist in like basically crowd activity. Yeah. And he came in and broke it down and talked about how when those things happen and there's go- going to be a collapse, it starts with a wave to the point where like it looks like an ocean. And that's the videos I saw you could see because and like the accounts of people, like there were people talking about how it was literally they hell. They were literally being pushed around and they could see bodies of people around them like with the eyes rolled in the back of their heads and like I'm sorry you're on a big I'm ass really stage. claustrophobic. If I was in that situation I would be fucking I, traumatized. I, I I would be do it. absolutely traumatized. Yeah. I stay in the back at shows. I can't even I don't go to the rail for shit. I, I mean, cannot no. imagine what that would be like for the people that were actually there yeah. and went through it. I can't, like that's terrible. And if I ever had a show going on that would not happen. No. Well, that's, that would not happen. That's my issue because I how have could a you keep going scenari- though? Well, and to like he probably doesn't didn't know, but it's just kind of. But he acknowledged that little boy know. that was getting lifted out of the crowd and was singing over his body, and like granted, he probably didn't knew, know that that kid was dead, but that's still a passed out kid getting carried out of your show, and you're singing over his body, mm-hmm. like, and then made the statement of you know what you guys came here for, yeah. Um, and I, um, a lot of the people that go to those kinds of shows, probably not a lot, I guess I shouldn't say that, but like, there's probably some people that go to those kind of shows that would go to like a really heavy dubstep show and be like, Oh, um, cause people can it's get dark. really fucking crazy. It's and dark. You get the right artist. But like we were talking about frequency earlier and exactly. like music is frequency. And mm-hmm. when you invite a certain amount of people to a fucking show mm-hmm. that have not that good intentions, energy. it compounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and shit goes wrong 100%. you know what i mean like but even in those like all my music is like positive yeah. you know what i mean like 100%. there's a literal like frequency like that's in your music it's mm-hmm. like the actual you know what i mean what yep. it is tuned to Whatever and like the, i can't remember the hurts it hurts yep it's it, you want to be at like what is it some a certain amount of I've read on that too, but I won't say what it is because if, but you can Google it. But it's all 808 beats. It's all 808 hip hop beats. It's literally all of like U92. It's Mm -hmm. all of like what is being played on any hip hop station anywhere. Yeah. Well, but what, and some pop music, you know, I could see that. It just blows my mind because there's two like scenarios that I keep thinking of. So at EDC a few years ago, Zomboy was playing. He's a really big deal, and they're, they did a wall of death, which is fine. Everybody's moshing, doing their thing. One guy accidentally got hit really hard by somebody, and 
hit the ground and started seizing immediately. They're in the middle of this crowd. EDC is the one of the largest festivals in the world. In the That's world. A lot of people. Well, besides e- South by Southwest. Yeah. It's right next up against that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God. And he somehow, he, somebody said something, he saw something, but either way, Zomboy got on the mic and he parted that crowd like the Red Seas got EMTs in. As an artist on that stage, you do have that power. And he, him acting like he doesn't really bothers me because there's that. And then one of my favorite artists, Kezo, he uh, likes to do all female mosh pits for the women because he knows that a lot of Separate them, them. yeah. He knows that some of them don't want to get in with the dudes just because they don't want to, but they want to mosh. So he he was allowing that and this video came out and I fucking loved it because- I don't know what the guy was doing, but some dude hopped in the all female mosh pit and either was trying to pull this girl out or was like pushing. I think he was pushing trying to pull her. her. I think he was trying to pull her out of it and like okay. make her, even though she was willingly moshing. Yeah. He got in and was trying to fucking interfere. And Kezo gets on the mic, stops the music. He was like, "Hey, absolutely the fuck not." Yeah. He gets all the way to the front of the stage. He's like, "No, get the fuck out of here." He was like. She'll yeah. get out of the pit when she's ready to get out of the pit. You respect women. You don't put your fucking hands on her. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Everybody was pointing him out. He's like, yeah, point him out. Get him the fuck out. And mm-hmm. I just. You have so a responsibility. Like yeah. hundred percent. You totally have a responsibility to do that. Because like the only people that they're, they're there to listen to you. They're literally showing up to listen to they're you. They're your fans. So whatever you tell them and to do, Travis they'll probably Scott, do it. You're. You're a big enough deal. No matter what you tell them, they're going to do it. Kind of like how you told them his to storm the gates. His influence is so big. Yeah, his influence and they is did huge. It. Think about the power that just the Kardashians alone have. Mm-hmm. Right? And so anyone who's, like, linked to them is, like, mm-hmm. so a Travis Scott, you know, Kanye, whatever, like, whatever you guys do is what these young men are going to follow behind and act like. Yep. So, like... You have to, like, be aware of what you're putting out there. That's why I I care about the types of people that the artists that I listen to are. And I'm not trying to support anybody that is just doesn't give a fuck that's a a predator or an abuser. And, like, I'm so glad, though, that you, like, right at the beginning of this, you were just, like, immediately, like, what do you think about this? Because, like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to talk about. But the, but I think that as a woman, men automatically feel like if I was in a podcast with, like, mm-hmm. other males, mm-hmm. I do feel like they would have kind of, like, an immediate, like, defense. A pushback and a defense for Travis. Well, not even just Travis, in just general. in general. Just in the conversation in general. Like, I, I, lo- I like to watch a lot of TikTok. And there's a lot of really cool podcasts that I've been seeing that have been coming out lately about... Like there's this one or whatever where it's like men, it's all about men or whatever. And they brought this girl on and they asked the girl like, how, why do you think that you have any right to like talk on men's issues? You're not a man. And she was like, well, I'm the one who's been oppressed by him for the longest. Uh, Fucking asshole. Like the oppressed, the group of the oppressed know the most about their oppressor than even the oppressor knows about themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, in any situation with like, absolutely, you know regardless of what and even yeah with african-americans and like what the fuck Mm -hmm. they went through you know for hundreds and hundreds of years (laughs) absolutely and then they want to chalk it up to like oh no it ended in the 60s like no it didn't didn't. just like just like women are still going through what the fuck we're going Mm -hmm. through it's just it's more gaslighty now Mm -hmm. and it's more like in your face it's not as in your face yeah it's a systematic way of doing things so that everybody that's living there trying to live their little american dream picket fight life they're not paying attention to it because they don't care right or they see women who are, are like 
anarchy. I don't give a fuck. And they're just living their life and like not shaving their armpits and fucking yep. chilling. And somehow they're like, it's crazy for a girl not to like shave her arm. Like what's wrong with Do her not shaving why? her armpits? Why does it matter? Do you know why women started shaving? Do you know the story? I don't know that? the story of it. I have always wondered though, so like when did that start? I can't, I will I can't ball an exact date like year wise, but so uh, companies that make razors and stuff, when they first got into business, it was mostly for, it was only for men. For men. Men Okay, only. that makes sense. Um, but then they started thinking about it and basically it was a, it was a business plan. They figured if they could market to both genders, they would make more money. So they started. They charge women more to. Female oh. models in to shave their armpits, shave their legs, look all sleek and feminine in these big old ads. And so then every woman wants to look like that. And so everybody started shaving. And so now it's not yeah normal to not. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was all money. It's always. <laughs> it's weird almost always money man it's it's really bizarre um well we can take that power back we can take our pussy power back 100 percent. i'm gonna be like okay if it's all about money then really it's all about pussy because yep. all you want money for is to get pussy mm -hmm. so really pussy makes the world go round 100%. so we could just take our pussies back yeah if there was just a whole <laughs> could you imagine just a whole hiatus just like no more yeah. Done, the world would stop. Yeah. Every man would be losing their fucking minds. Basically. It would be hilarious. And they're just sitting there watching all the beautiful art that we're making, like, oh. <laughs> trolling. Well, <laughs> and it's just. Talking shit online. Oh my God. The amount of trolls that I get online are so rude. Really? TikTok, dude, oh is an eat dark, yeah, dark, can, evil oh place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I ridiculous. Just, it blows my mind because it's okay for, like, male artists to talk about, like I said earlier, like, sex and all these things and whatever. But, like, when a woman does it, it's, like, this huge deal. And it's so risque and she must be a slut. And it just... Don't you want to hear them? Like, I don't know. I just feel like that, to me, should be more attractive to a man that a woman is talking Confident. about. Confident. Yeah, like, I just... And it's consensual. And that's the issue. Like I've that, seen that's the problem is that they don't. It's like they it, like that it's not that it's consensual. Not. That's so, what it really is. <laughs> there's a website that keeps coming back up of uh, guys, and there's a lot of locals out here. It just happened to my friend Shelby. It was really horrifying. Um, but these guys basically, it's like they're trading nudes, like Pokemon cards. Like they'll go on and post, like, does anybody have this girl from this area? And if they oh, have it, people will post it. But now they're getting to the point. Are these where like chat rooms or something. It's a website. It's a from a Russian like server. So people have tried to report it and all these things, and it goes down and goes back up. But there, somebody on there is getting really good at Photoshop because they took a photo of my friend where she was fully clothed, like clothed. And took her found face a way to no found a way it? to shade her whole body and like make it look like I thought I was staring at a legitimate nude like it was very disturbing actually um but they're it, not just photoshopping someone else's body no no they literally airbrushed and found a way because it was the exact picture but they that she had clothes on in but they found a way to make it so she wasn't it's really weird that's the same thing with like deep fake stuff mm -hmm. so like i recently had my instagram profile or whatever like stolen they stole a bunch of pictures of me and they like made a fake profile of my thing Ew. and it linked to like some weird only fans account or some whatever mm -hmm. but it's happened now like 
two or three times. You know what I mean? Jesus Where like Christ. my pictures get taken or whatever. Used and for a fake. they can literally, yeah, make stuff out of shit. I mean, yeah. I don't for sure the profile was like the exact photo that was just copied and pasted off mm -hmm. of my Instagram. But what was creepy was looking into like what scams are out there now and yeah. falling into learning about deep fake. And that's basically where they can take your face and put it onto any video. Oh God. Of like anything of anything yeah and like oh, it led I me down this whole like rabbit hole that. and it oh my god it made me so scary like how are you supposed to how are you supposed out. to as an artist or as a person like put pictures out there of yourself and yeah. put yourself out there and not have it be like taken and like manipulated into something There's scary like no safety for anything like that almost we just have to i just think that our generation is going to get stronger and more savvy and more just going to call more bullshit out and the more yeah, that we so. confront it the more you know there's going to be moments that like you're agency is going to be taken away yeah in sometimes but you just have to keep standing up and like fucking like yeah not letting it get to you because i think that the more that we show that it's getting to us the more that, that you know it's going to be done it's it's definitely a thing if we just don't think like worry about it you know and just keep doing our fucking thing and like creating yeah focus and tension somewhere else yeah like your podcast i yeah I'm so happy that you came on to this. Yeah, it was so much fun. Before you go, I want to ask you, because I don't know how long we've been recording, but I'm sure it's been a minute. <laughs> um, you just like radiate this confidence and I'm assuming it's a lot of self-love and like that's what you talk about. Like, yeah, I know it's not easy to achieve that or even necessarily stay in that because nobody's perfect. But like, what have you done to cultivate that for yourself? Because I feel like that's something that everybody is try like everybody is trying to get to that point with themselves. Um, I think and I talk about it honestly for me. It's not really like I don't just like wake up this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have so many moments of like self doubt and not feeling like I'm good enough and like. Like everybody has that, you know yeah, what I mean? And I absolutely. feel like the only thing really that helps get you through that is continuing to like try even when you feel like it's like not worth it. Cause I like, I've had a lot of like issues in the past of like, you know what I mean? Feeling suicidal and like, what the fuck is the point? You know what I mean? Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. But I think all of us feel that way. It's kind of like a collective general feeling. I think feeling. so too. It's who decides to kind of speak on it. Yeah. Almost. And I just like what gets me through it is knowing that like I'm not the only person in the world who's feeling like this right now. Yeah. And as long as I can like help pick somebody up or make somebody's day better or whatever just by me being around or whatever it is that I can do. It's super cheesy, but like that makes me feel better. You know yeah. what I mean? But the confidence portion, I guess I just try, like me being vulnerable, I think helps me. How do I even explain it? I feel like being vulnerable is walking directly into fear, right? And then when you do that and you come out the other side, it's almost like a, oh, Right. I did that. Right. And if you continuously put yourself in that. Well, like you were talking about, like when you were talking about like giving birth, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like you're fucking terrified, but then there's this kind of like, I'm totally fine, man. Yeah. Maybe it's the drugs or maybe it's just yeah. like what happens naturally, but mm -hmm. you just kind of like walk in like what terrifies you. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it just makes me feel like I am going to be fine. You yeah. know what I mean? And so Absolutely. I feel like the confidence just kind of comes out because... I know I'm being 100% myself. Yeah. Like I'm not pretending to be anything else. I'm not yeah. trying to like 
act like I'm someone that I'm not. You know what I mean? Right. I'm never trying to do that. And so I feel like the confidence probably exudes and comes out and people can pick it up. Yeah. Because well, I'm not, not a bullshitter. That, not a lot of people are 100% true yeah. who they are. A lot of people live their lives based on what other people want out of them or what like things like that and or they're worried about being judged for being a certain way and I think the more yeah the people just kind of let that bullshit go and just make a choice to just be you yeah just be yourself whatever that but looks and like. the less you try and like create this character that isn't real and doesn't exist like nobody yeah. wants to be around someone who's like trying to be something that they're not it's hard to be yeah. around someone who's like trying to be cool or yeah like, it's I, like i pick up on how are you acting like that you know no. just be okay. yourself yeah 100%. that's really it i think yeah. that that's just because i have been so alone like so many times and like i felt like nobody fucking got it i'm like i would rather i would rather have people like not fuck with me for me being who i am and then like eventually find people who fuck with yeah. me for who i am and like you know yeah so I, I spent a lot of time alone. Yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. a lot of like time to like think about who I really am. Yeah. And I'm not like in my early 20s anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been performing and like I've been around this like music shit for long enough to like know what I want and what I don't want. You know what I yeah. mean? So I feel like doing things like supporting other artists, especially female artists and like yeah. Just trying to create like a better scene because I have to live in it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have right. to live in this community. Like I have to like work with these people. Like I would yeah. rather have it be a positive experience than a negative one or shitty one. And I feel like if you show up as a shitty person, you're going to get a shitty experience. Oh, you, you so that's my main get. thing. Yeah, that's my 100%. main thing is just like being like having positive experiences all the time and like cultivate cultivating something yeah. real well, with people. And I think In connection. it's important because there's a lot of people, sorry, I won't go too far into no, this. No, you are but, so good. You're good. Um, like toxic, po I don't call it toxic positivity anymore because Bitch. I learned that why? it's spiritual because it's spiritual bypassing is what it is. I talk about this all the fucking time. Like, Do you? The, I had a really bad experience with like people who specifically use their spirituality as yeah, a man. way to fucking manipulate it's people, up. especially- and they're, they're just, uh, I don't even know. I didn't even realize that it was totally gaslighting. Yeah. Till after I got out of my shitty relationship. And then I went right into this like world of like totally toxic positivity. Like I've it, been there. I went through that exact same bullshit. And oh I was God. like, oh, this community is all love. I'm love too. So yeah. I totally showed up as myself. Not knowing that like, oh wait, these people actually have issues that they're trying to spin mm -hmm. into something spiritual. This is a cult. And it sucks this the is light a out of you and yeah. the love that you do have. Yeah, and, and I hung out with those people for, you know, a good like almost two years because I was like, oh, we're creating something and I get to perform. Mm -hmm. And I basically was just kind of like, well, anytime that I get to be on stage, whatever. So I would put on these beautiful events. But then within the event, there was, again, a rape culture creating oh. happening. It's like in every, every fucking yeah, where. It happens it's fucking everywhere. everywhere. And I'm just... I was like, damn, hippies also have problems. I'm like, yeah. nowhere is safe. Nope. <laughs> nope. As long as like your inner circle, you know? Yeah. So it, yeah. it just comes back to like your inner world being like. Absolutely. Cleared. Yeah. Well, and that's what I enjoy so. about your energy is like, even though you're talking about how you only want to put out like this love and positive 
vibe, it's you can tell that you are not spiritual bypassing anything because you're you've sat in the feelings, you've done the work, you're okay to continue to uh-huh. do it because it's gonna come. Like mm-hmm. you're not denying that those things are important. Right. I think people like just the people that are like, yeah. you can all, if you start thinking negative at all, that is so and it's just like it's gonna happen. Dude, you're allowed to <laughs> feel like shit sometimes. Yeah. That's the problem. That and that's the issue with toxic 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 positivity is that like they make you feel guilty or feel bad when you have a negative feeling like I feel like if you're going to be around good people you're going to be around people who are like here you know what I mean the shit that you go through and like allow you the space to like experience whatever you need to experience but then they like pull you out of it yeah like kindly get back up again when you're ready Yeah. yeah and like but like with like the utmost compassion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that compassion is really, like, what we're missing in the world right yep. now. Like, we're so about too. to go to fucking war. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what is going yeah. on? You know, like, we yeah. just need to, like, focus on, like, not fake positivity, but, yeah. like, genuine compassion yeah. for other people and, like... Seeing that we're not that Supporting each other. All. Yeah. Support other we're artists. Not. Support fucking local shit. Like, mm-hmm. pay attention to where you're putting your fucking money and, like, be a decent human being. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was that hard, but then I like, but go it, out it, into but the it world is hard because is. the world is, is cold and it's a yeah. cold, scary place because yeah. it's desperate and it's all about money. Yeah. So you have to ju- like, it's everybody's just kind of trying to survive and make their own little happy bubble. And totally. But we are, but like we're responsible for ourselves, but we're also responsible for other people too. Yep. Well, it's the butterfly effect. It's the same well, with res- when people yeah. go out and drive like idiots. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like you, are so literally connected to every single person that is out on these roads right now and Mm -hmm. one wrong anything can create this whole ripple effect or like one positive thing can literally change the whole trajectory of your life like like I wouldn't know Jamie over here literally if like we had a a dancer not able to show up because something came up for her personally and like she showed up last minute to my music video learn the fucking like whole dance like the day of did the whole video and then after was like oh like I'll totally help you with like marketing and like all the problems that you have as as an artist that I'll like help you with word so it's like this like like there's ripple effects that literally can change the trajectory of like everyone's lives you know what I mean my Tim is that because we're like creating something together yeah you know my manager did that to me he literally like randomly reached out to me on Facebook years ago and was just like I see you're a female artist. I really want to start, like, I'm trying to lift up more female artists and get them in their scene. And yeah. kind of just adopted me. And now, like, if, like... female know- Females need that because yeah. we're going through so much in society. Like, we need the support from one another. Mm-hmm. And within our, within our scenes, within our yeah. local communities, you know what I mean? Like, we need to support each other because that's, like... You have no fucking idea what she's going through down the street. You know yep. what I mean? You have no idea what she went through to get where she is now. Yep. You know? 100%. And even for any other, like, marginalized groups, too. It's yep. like, it's, like, obviously, like, we're talking a lot about women, but, like. Yeah. But for anybody. Any other group yeah. that, like, you know, is going through, like, hard shit. Like, it's just, I just always want to make sure that things are about, like, compassion and, I don't know, building something that's worth building instead of tearing shit down (laughs) that wasn't worth tearing down you know yeah I vibe with that a lot I agree well so basically you guys uh do the things that scare the fuck out of you Um, (laughs) lead with compassion and 
I don't know, maybe tomorrow if some bullshit happens to you guys when you're listening to this and some asshole cuts you off or something, maybe compassion. I'm going to try more. <laughs> I am that way, but I'm going to try even more because... Even if your ex-boyfriend cheats on you, it's okay. Compassion. Which is what like my whole album is about. (laughs) It takes so much strength, I feel like, to get to that spot. But yeah. Yeah. Well, call the bullshit like you see it and fucking be okay. Like be mad. Be mad for a whole four days and then go back to being happy again. Go back to being a bad bitch. Write a song about it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Well, I would love to have you back when we have video and stuff so people can see how, which people will see how adorable you are, anyways, (laughs) because of uh, our social media posts. So. Make sure you guys go check her out. I will have all of the links. I'll have the link for the music video for Better Off Alone. I'll keep you guys posted on all of her upcoming releases for the summer. Go yeah, we have her. six coming out this year. So we have six singles coming out. Um, all of them have music videos. We have a ton of shows that we're booking. Word. Um, we'll put our booking information up there. My Instagram Peace. is Lady Infinity Official. My TikTok is Lady Infinity dot official. And those are the only two places that I'm at. Besides Spotify, you can listen to me on Spotify, Lady Infinity on Spotify. Are you on Twitter or anything? I don't use Twitter. I don't get it. Uh, I'm one of those millennials. I don't get it. I'm that way. I'm on it to scroll and look at other people's stuff. But as far as me and my posting... But I actually yeah. read that if you focus on just two like platforms, that's TikTok like TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, yeah I'm it. fine there. You're I'm like, it. those are the places I'm comfortable because I can show my personality and be funny 100%. and cute. Because I love TikTok. I love, I love like TikTok making too. fun of myself on there and like making cute, funny that's stuff. That's fun. I'll have to go follow you and watch those. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Well, we will definitely have you back. Thank you again so much for yeah, coming on. For sure. This Appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. It's been nice just to chat about whatever. Yeah. Um, you guys, you can actually do ratings on Spotify now, which is cool for me because I think most of my listeners are on Spotify. Um, so make sure you do a rating for me if you guys are enjoying the show. Um, I don't know how much emotion I'm going to be back in things uh, since I do have a newborn still that I'm taking care of and I'm back to work for a little bit. So, but hopefully we'll be giving you a parent update episode soon because I literally laughed listening to my pre-parenthood episode. I laughed at us. You changed. You're not the same person. No, not at all. (laughs) Maybe that's how I'll feel after I release my album. I'll feel like a a newborn parent. It's a, it's a stepping stone. It's, it's a, it's a milestone that you reach regardless of if it's an album, it's an actual child. Like it, I bet you. A business. Yeah. It's, it's such a. It's moments like those that really kind of put things into perspective of what's important and where you're trying to go mm-hmm. next. Totally. So I hope all of my sad girls and sad boys are doing amazing. Um, thank you guys again for listening, and we will be back hopefully soon. Um, actually, this is how long I haven't been doing the show that I forgot the way I close it out. Be safe, stay beautiful, and remember that there is always another day.